0: Hi everybody,
1: um, we're halfway into, we're actually more than halfway into the new year. This is the first show of the year, so uh, happy New Year to everybody! And uh, we got a year coming up with a lot of different shows, and uh, this is one of them. We are, you know, I'm going to try to do some different topics and, um, yes, promoting books and writing, but also getting more in depth in some of the product of our problems childrens have. Um, as we everybody knows, Mulder Vink started out with children's stories and things like that, but um, we've moved on to many things, but children's authors and children's fears and those type of things will be things that we're going to talk about throughout the year. And, um, and if you have a topic, just email me and let me know and or Facebook me and we can have a show about it. And uh, I did work for pediatricians for over 20 years, so yeah, I'm well aware of children. And I worked in hospitals also. Plus, I'm an author and a screenwriter. But uh, I do want to say I want to start. The the two people I've on are going to be great guests today. One is Ellen Autumn and uh, Judy Schneider. But first, I just wanted to. um, There are some smaller publishers that have been going out of business, and I don't want people to think that their careers are over because of that. So if you need help, there are lots of people out there that can tell you what to do. And uh, I was a literary agent for years, so one of the things I don't want people to, I only on occasion tell people names of places because I don't want you to go and spend $20,000 somewhere else. You know, where you don 't need to spend that much, so if your publisher is dissolving, you can always go to someone like Fidelity Publishing Robin Surface has been on my show many times, and uh, she will help you put your books back on Smashwords and Amazon and a lot of the you know places that you need to be dig- draft to digital so don 't worry, and if you have a problem, call me and i 'll send you to somebody because. You just don't want to be out there because one of the reasons I started for years ago was because people were just. Going to people that just were taking So much money from them it was horrifying So don't Worry because your books and there's Other people also and there's also Illustrators and um, We'll be talking about other You know groups that maybe people can join Because you know sometimes with children's books There aren't a lot of shows Talking about it and it's hard with Children's books to get yourself out there Or to even know because Children's books can be expensive With illustrations but you also can do them on limited budgets so you know just let me know or you know look around for someone and then if you have a question just you feel free you can call me or you know everybody knows they can always reach me so i right, we're going to start the show and i don't think i forgot anything else so um judy's been on before but let's right, judy just i'll say hi to you first and then we'll bring you. Um, Elwin out. So Judy, okay. thank Hi, you Marcia. for being on today. I know this is a subject you like, and you're excellent with children's books. So do you want to tell everybody what you do and some of the names of your books?
2: Sure. Um, thanks for having me on. Um, well, right now, I have uh, I, I use. I, there was a period where I worked in a children's library in a school, and so that was when I wrote Goldie's Baby right. Socks in English and Spanish, a book about a cat uh, adopted by a family and all the crazies that follow, and that's part of the Cat Writers Association. Believe it or not, there is such a thing. And then um, I wrote a book with my sister, Joni, and it's called I Love You, Be Careful. And it talks about, in every page is I Love You, Be Careful, the various stages, coming from a hospital to the first riding a bike and and what a parent is saying to their child, I love you, be careful, um, leading up to that same child having their own child leaving from the hospital. So it's really a gift book. And so that was really nice to do with my sister, and it's one that I is very sentimental, wonderful illustrator, Katie Driver. And then I did a series of three thrillers I love to watch and I love to read thrillers. And so with World Castle Publishing, um, I did a, a series of three back-to-back thrillers um, that are out now. And um, my goal with those, of course, is to get them made into a movie or film. <laughs> I always plug that, but you know, uh-huh. I'd love to see those on the big screen someday. And so I'm not currently writing anything now, although I have lots of manuscripts, because when I first started writing one, like 30-some years ago, I was a member of the Institute for Children's Literature, so I have a lot of manuscripts that are sitting in drawers, but the, the ones I mentioned are the ones I have out now. Thanks for asking.
1: Okay, and also your she also has some really good songs. She's a songwriter too. Oh, I totally you forgot. forgot. That.
2: I know. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Um, I know. actually my husband and I write songs, and those are on our website, and we do not sing them. You would not want to hear us sing. <sighs> We do not play instruments, but we work with Pearl Snap Studios in Nashville. And they come up with a wonderful, wonderful demo singer. And we came up with some songs. And one was for a mother son wedding song, which is really beautiful, frankly. Yeah, it is. Um, And we did it at my one son's wedding, and my other son um, inspired that too. So thank you, Marsha. Okay. I, I always forget about go. the songwriting, but okay. they're, they're on my and website. So.
1: Right. And Ellen, you know, Ellen, I'm just going to say one thing. Ellen, I found she was online, and she's a really great source for children's authors and a really big help. She does lessons plans, so she's going to talk about that too. But I have a couple of lesson plans that, I, like I said to her before the show started, I wish I knew her when I was doing my books and I would have put them right in the book. And if I ever do the books again, I will add them. So, Elwin, hi, welcome to the show.
3: Hi, Marcia. Um, thanks a lot for having me.
1: Oh, I'm so glad. Um, uh, tell everybody about yourself and your website and your group. I'm a member. Well, of... um,
3: I'm a um, well. I am a former um, teacher. I taught for 20 years. I taught pre-K Head Start um, in the Philadelphia School District, um, and then I taught kindergarten. Um, now I'm a children's writer. I do have um, my website is elwinautumn.com, and I have I have two. Actually, I have two Facebook groups. Um, one is called Kamila Chung's uh, Bully Free Zone. Um, I I started that group to be sort of like a um, a segue from my Kamila Chung in the Classroom Bully book. It's a place for um, teachers, therapists, um, parents, advocates, victims. I just want it to be a one stop place where people can find um, resources.
0: Yes. And
3: then I recently started a, another Facebook group called Lemon Drop Learning. It's um, where children's authors and teachers can um, connect and collaborate to bring quality literature into the classroom.
2: Which is important, Mary. That's great.
1: Yeah.
3: So I, yeah. you know, uh,
1: it, the the basic, you know, it, it's really, it's, it's always good when teachers come on because, you know, we need teachers. It's very important. They have a lot of messages on their own. And when they become authors, it's a lot of what they see in the classrooms and what's missing out there. The teachers seem to fill that slot by picking out certain subjects that, you know, um, as you say bullying is you know, that's on that is like a the hugest topic and it'll probably unfortunately remain one because there's always new bullies out there, you know, and so tell tell us a little bit about what you think parents should maybe know or what you know, how you feel they can deal with it and how teachers
3: do deal with it. Well um there's there's different types of bullying. Um there's there's four different types there's um physical bullying verbal bullying uh social social bullying um, react- and reactive bullying um so uh physical bullying is you know obviously someone gets bodily harm verbal bullying is teasing name calling threats uh social bu- bullying is when uh you purposefully um, exclude someone from a group or you start spreading rumors or maybe you embarrass them in public. And um, reactive bullying is when a person who's been bullied reacts by bullying others. So I guess it's just a a learned behavior because of the way they've been treated. They don't have any other um, coping mechanisms or um, ways to express how they're feeling. Um, But no matter what type you're describing, it's always unwanted, aggressive, and chronic. Um, and, and it stems from an imbalance of power. So when I was teaching, you know, uh, sometimes the children would get confused. Like if a kid was having a bad day and they stuck their tongue out at them or, you know, said something mean, that wasn't bullying. That was just someone having a bad day, and we all have them. I mean, you know, yeah. the, person, the child should still say they're sorry and, you know, learn that their behavior was wrong. But it's important for parents to understand the difference between bullying and a kid having a bad day, too, because I would have parents come up to me and say, "Well, this child said so and so is bullying them," and you know the kid was just having a bad day. Yeah. So, I um, it's hard. It's probably um, hard. Well, it's hard to decipher. But if they're
1: having a bad day and it continues, what you then you have a talk with the, the parent, right? I would assume you give them a, a little oh, um, yeah. leeway. I mean, yeah. I mean,
3: what, yeah. And I mean, if a child. Had a really bad day in my classroom. I mean, I would of course tell their parents because something yeah. was probably going on at home. You know, if if, yeah. if, if a child who doesn't usually right. act out comes in, or right. you know, maybe they didn't get a good night's sleep. There's 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 a reason right. for it. So of course, no matter what happens, you want to talk with the parent because you're partners in taking care of the child. Yeah.
1: Do you find do you find that the parents are now? You know, are more concerned or less concerned because uh, they're so busy now that sometimes things get overlooked with children that probably shouldn't. But you know, it's you hard. Know, to do. I, you make dinner, you do laundry, you got to do all these things.
3: So right, wh- and how then do you I feel? mean, so, social media takes uh, plays a really big yeah. part in it. I mean, that's the cyber bullying, yeah. um, and and like a bullying will look different. Among girls, and it will among boys. Um, the girls will probably do sometimes aren't maybe um, more d- into doing the social bullying, you know, where they might exclude someone or spread rumors. Yeah. But um, bullying <laughs> physical aggression in girls has um, risen, um, and I actually wrote an article on my educational blog, and um, it ha- it, they think it may have to do with you know uh, girls playing um, more active sports. They're learning yeah. how to play the active yeah. of sports, but they're not learning how to channel yeah. the um, aggressive behaviors. Yeah. And then, of course, see, I mean, video games, yeah. movies, you see girls with, you know, more um, more powerful, you know, physically powerful characters, which yeah. is yeah. great to see, you know, seeing girls be empowered, but we need a balance.
0: Mm-hmm. But they
3: can't channel
1: that. it as much. I think, Judy, Judy, I know you probably have something to address about this because that, that's something you were concerned with
2: well well actually it's it's very interesting cuz i'm i'm listening intently so i want to hear more actually but um it, bullying has been going on for a long time but it's just devastating to you know in, it, 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 because it, it follows besides you know putting a kid in danger um it follows them into adulthood and and there's a lot of adults who who you know still suffer from the scars of being bullied
1: yeah. and
2: um so i'm that's why i'm really curious with okay. elwyn's book, how she addressed
3: that. Um, Well, in the Classroom Bullying book, it was actually loosely based on the things I witnessed as a teacher. So it touches on bullying, and it also touches on child abuse and foster care, because those were a lot of the issues that I saw and I heard from other teachers when I was teaching. Um, You children are just in the inner city schools, you know, I feel like they need a voice. Yeah. And yeah, well, I also hope that, like, if, if a teacher were to read my book, you know, I, I, I want children to learn how to communicate, um, even with each other. Like, if a child doesn't trust being able to tell a grown-up what happened to them, maybe they could tell their one of their classmates at their table. And if we can yeah. educate all the children to stand up for each other and understand the sign, you know, maybe the child, one of the children sitting at the table would be like, you know, oh, okay, so so-and-so is, Something's going on at home, and they're scared. Maybe I should. Maybe I should go tell the teacher. So yeah. they need to look out for each other. We, we all need to look out for each other. But we need to empower right. the children, give them the vocabulary, give them the skills and the tools they need to take care of themselves, and like I said, each other.
1: And sometimes it's you know, I mean, I you know, it is helpful if a child says. something to another child and they go, I understand it's happened to me too. You know, I think that a lot, I I know somebody had asked me this lately because um, somebody had said, like sometimes if you look something up to see if somebody else had that happen to them or like an illness or something, and they'd say like, well, why do you want to know if it happened to anybody else? I go, because for some reason it does make you feel better. You're not alone. Even if it's, did someone get a reaction to a medicine? Did somebody not like something they ate and they won't eat it again? Or is it something they bought that they might not buy again? I think or in, in an action like this, it's like you you often do feel better if you are talking to another child that was bullied by somebody in the class, let's say, or somebody was abused at home and maybe at home Somebody had hit them, you know. So I think people sometimes need that little, little help that it's not they're not alone because it's a, it's a very bad mm-hmm. feeling
3: to be alone, you know. Right. I mean, um, isolation is, is yeah. a horrible feeling. Yeah. I mean, that's a part of the reason why. I mean, we have a rise in the school shootings. A lot of the school shooters have said that they were bullied, and I yeah. mean, I know bullying has been going on, you know, I mean, since the beginning of time. Um, there's, there's just something that's true now. That
1: is true. She that's true. 20, 20, I mean, 20 years. Yeah, don't you remember you're, if somebody said something to you that wasn't nice? You yeah. remember that. People do yeah. remember that. Even if a relative does it, if, if a relative will say, oh, you might look a little fat in this, or you might, you know, maybe you should try wearing something else. Those things stick in your mind years mm-hmm. later. And mm-hmm. you could be standing in front of a mirror, like in a store, and then you could be looking perfect. But that is not always what you see. You see what you right. w- were feeling, you know, years
3: but ago I, maybe. I also, think, sorry, I, th- I also think that some of the bullying, the, the, the uptick in it, the, how chronic it is, yeah. um, I mean, children aren't playing. I got my master's in play when I um, you know, got my master's in education. So play was, was a huge component in my classroom. And when I got to kindergarten and I found out that the children weren't allowed to play, I was extremely upset. I mean, yeah. A play Absolutely. is, is yeah. how you learn to problem solve. You learn how to communicate. You yeah. practice social skills. You know, and, it, like, even if the yeah. kid's having a bad day at home, they can come to school, they can go in the dramatic play center and, and act it out, you know, yeah. and maybe have yeah. things turn out the way they wanted it to turn out. We're, I mean, it, I really think that... um. We really need to take a really hard look at play for all the grades. I mean, yeah, because sometimes it can play school. out a
1: different way, and and if yeah. if that incident turns it around to make it better, then it it is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and they remember and the, the good thing, thing.
2: It is, and it's also just when you're saying that I love that you you how you feel about play and kids and school and and just a couple couple ways of play. The the. Place they they can go and work things out within the school and classroom, yes. but the other is is just to get some physical time outside because kids have to burn oh, energy, yeah. you know, and and right. and I it know. always amazes yeah. me about sitting at a desk, you know, too long. I mean, it, it's not you know, and they say, oh my goodness, you have a seven year old, and they you know are they they can't yeah. sit still. Well, of course, seven year olds don't necessarily sit still and do right. they have the physical outlet they need or can they stand at their desk and do the work not just sit down you i was sad
1: to hear that a lot of kids sometimes mm-hmm. now they don't they've cut recess and mm-hmm. i i think that they need it it's,
2: i i i think so it's Anna, but, time. I, but i think you're talking about play to elwyn about yeah, the, she uh, t- you know play she's talking about play yeah. playing it out mm-hmm. Yeah, playing it out, too.
3: Right. Well, I mean, um, I mean and well, when I taught uh, my kindergartners, their, their recess time was, like, by the time everything was said and done, about five minutes. Yeah. And I would try to come mm-hmm. up with other ways to find, to get them outside, and it was so hard to be able to um, stick with it, because there was always um, some sort of obstacle. So yep. um, we just need to reevaluate, and I mean, politicians... We all need to stop pointing fingers at each other. You know, whoever whoever's yeah. fault it is, we all need to come together. It, it takes a village to raise a Yeah, right. I, I
1: was talking about that today. It's true. It would be really nice if people would come together, so kids could see this too. Kids are watching. They're watching what adults do.
3: Well yeah, I know. And you know, with the and with the way uh, everything is, you know, socially right going. now. And,
1: yeah, it's bad. You know. It's not a good thing. And you know. I one of the I think thing, that L, parents,
2: L, oh sorry yeah, yeah I parents you. might
1: have to talk to their kids about these things because it could be lifelong memories that might not be great for them
2: you know as they well, the move other thing to i was saying elwin and i don't i don't know if you've addressed this before i was have have thought of this is um, the other thing is play is i was uh, this is just my opinion but i i'm i'm thinking kids are so and families are so overbooked with this lesson, this lesson, this lesson, this lesson. Not yeah, all families, yeah. but and there's some yeah. families that are lucky just to get home. You know, I'm, I, I, there's there's lots of different types of families and types of, but the overbooking every single minute. You know, there's yeah. You know, there's, there's
1: no downtime. What about the no play? Downtime. You know,
2: like you yeah. say, free play, not. I'll just you right. know, just the time to be a kid and have free play, and not this lesson, this lesson, this lesson. Have to get up here, have to go here, have to you know. And I well, a I, lot of kids I'm, are doing I'm, practice.
1: You know, they're practice mm-hmm. like skating and this and that. And they're eating. They they stop at McDonald's and get and they're eating in the car, and then they go on to the next place. And you know, I, it's they they can't even enjoy the day. They're
3: so programmed, like you said, right. Right, everything is so structured, and yeah. adults mm-hmm. just have their hand in everything. It's like very controlling. I mean, when yes. we were little, I would just go outside, you know, and I'll see you wait. later, you know.
2: It was I right. couldn't Absolutely. wait to get outside.
3: Yeah, you know, yeah, just get lost for hours. You know, just make sure you're home in time for dinner. You see that Yeah. Kind of like, come on. You right, no, on that's late. right. Absolutely, you know? yeah.
1: But it's good because that that made us into better adults because, you know, you can't just, you know, you have to manage your time, but you also have to have free time. I mean, and I think a lot of the things we're discussing today are for adults to hear.
2: That's true, too, actually. You know. Yeah, I agree. A,
1: a, yeah, well, adults one, one of your books manage. is
2: also, too, Elwin on fear. And and I have yeah. not read your book. I I went on and I love the covers and I love the illustrations, and oh, I well, noticed one is on fear and I didn't know what how that you know what that's about. As I said, I just went on before, but I was fascinated by by the two books you have out and and wondered about that one. I interrupted oh, the, the you, Marsha. Cr- I'm sorry, though. Did so? No, I no. I, okay. Don't worry
3: about it. Go ahead. Um, so you mean the the creepy crawlies? Well, when I um when I was writing it, it, you know, I, as I said, when I taught, there were children who had real fears.
0: Mm-hmm, so yeah, when I wrote the book,
3: mm-hmm. um, you know, again, it's supposed to be a conversation starter, a springboard for, you know, conversations. Um, we can say, well, you know, in the book, Kamila was afraid of the dark, but, you know, sometimes people have real fears and what are you afraid of, you know, and what are some different yeah. ways that maybe you could solve it? Like in the book, Kamila, you know, she asks her parents and, Then they they get an exterminator at the end. So um, I also try to teach kids, you know, just because, um, like in the beginning, the parents get a nightlight, but that doesn't work. Well, what would have happened if Kamila gave up and the nightlight stopped working? She'd still be seeing creepy crawlies on her wall every night. Like if you have a problem, you need to ask for help, and sometimes you need to try different things when when the first thing you uh, did doesn't work. I think that problem
1: about, like, like even adults, if you have seen some adults, if they see a spider, they freak out, you know, and they get oh, yeah, and they're I, adults. I've, I've, so I've seen I've them, yes. The yeah, right. No, but you know what I'm saying? I don't like bees. And, you know, we we have, as adults, fears. So imagine, and we don't even know how to handle it sometimes, but imagine children, they don't know how to handle it. Because sometimes maybe our fears, yeah. we don't know if we, they were handled even the right way when it happened. Who know, you know, who knows that, you know. But when kids are afraid of something, you can't just ignore it and hope it no, goes or away. No, you
2: can't put them down for being afraid. No, It's like, no. you know, going someone saying, going to a carnival and saying, you have to go on this ride. And the kid says, no, I don't want to, I'm afraid. And the whoever's with them makes them, just not okay. You know, just, I think, respect a child's fears. You know, you can well, dig through them, what which I clowns? think is
1: important. Kids are clowns. People they kids are petrified oh, clowns, of clowns. clowns, and mm-hmm. as they grow older, they're still afraid of clowns. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fear that just lasts because I think people really are afraid of clowns. I mean, you know, clown pictures. I mean, I you see people's faces, they like move away sometimes. They don't want to look. Have
3: well, you ever seen
1: Poltergeist
3: with that clown? You know, it takes the kids under the bed. <laughs> that's yeah, I can't that's see those plan. movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: when you say that, it's like, oh, I can't see those movies.
1: Well, <laughs> I get yeah. too
2: scared. But you, you know, know, but but
1: people, people. This is if right. If they're never addressed, it's even worse. But as adults, we all know we have fears. So so do kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and kids.
2: Kids are so. And you know this from being both of you working with kids. As you know at certain ages, there's different fears I mean you know yeah. they're different, depending what age they are you know you know there's fear there, you know many fears, and then you have some of the realistic i mean not that they're not realistic, they're age developmental, but then you have some of the they present day realistic fears. fears do I have a right. home to sleep in tonight? do I yes. have food right. you know will I get dinner will I get you know what I mean do I have uh, you know, uh, a lot of things to address that are going on now and 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 have gone on, but homelessness or hunger—that they don't uh, you have know, right. real they things have no to feet. be fearful of, right? Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: You know, uh, Elwin, you have uh, you were have a project of donating. You wanted to donate books. As a matter of fact, I ordered some too, so I could send you some. But uh, do you want to discuss anything about people? You know. Really, I think that a lot of us, you know, want to donate books, you know, and kids, there's, you know, it, we really want kids to read, and we really want them to enjoy the books, but a lot of kids just don't have any books, and a lot of schools don't
3: either. Oh, right, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, there are a lot of schools that don't have books, and that's part of the reason why for Lemon Drop Learning, um, the major focus is the teachers and – yeah. Um, hopefully the authors who are members can help get some of our books into the hands of these teachers so they yeah. can have, you know, a, a more diverse library. Um, a right, more because, you know, there, there are
1: teachers now, which you know. I mean, they're buying their own supplies. I mean, oh, that in itself – yeah, my sister was a teacher. That's why I know about this, too. I mean, years ago, I mean, she bought a lot of things, you know, which is sad in a lot of ways that we have to do this because there's not funds for this. This is really important, you know, for kids to learn. This is this is the country years to follow, and they need to have learning products.
3: Right, and like that's another reason why um, I'm doing a $25 gift certificate to oriental trading as one of the the prizes, you know, for the contest that we run on Lemon Drop Learning. Yeah. Yeah. Because I used to buy a lot of stuff from Oriental Trading and Yes. Mhm. Good time. Twenty five dollars is a is a pretty good deal for Oriental trading because you, know, you can get the yeah. things in bulk and the mm-hmm. so yeah, anymore. There are pl- there are a lot of places that
1: teachers could go and it's you know, and they get deals, but it's still expensive.
3: Oh, I know, especially, you know, for like, uh, my my first year in kindergarten, my classroom didn't have anything. I mean, it had some lined paper yeah. and uh, some books for, you know, guided reading, and that was it. I had to, and, like, I had to buy everything, pencils, yep. scissors, everything. Yeah. And I, and I that. spent a few thousand dollars that year, and I ah. was always be like, this is, aren't you supposed to be, like, <laughs> making right. money on this? Yeah, yeah. But...
0: But what are you supposed to do? um,
3: I know. But if you, after a while, you you learn where to go, like yard sales, yeah, markets, the dollar store. But still, I mean, you're still putting all that money out. Right. I think, you know, there there are a lot of things
1: in this country Mm -hmm. that, I'm not talking politically, I'm just saying we need to address, because, and that's one of them. You know, there's so much money being spent on other things that, I I just, I can't, this is what makes me crazy. I can't understand it, that kids don't have these things.
2: And one of the things you can do community, like I was with, this is a while ago, but a group that, that one of the fundraisers that we would do for this group was to pick a school, you know, and, and partner with a school and to give Lots of things like that to school, or to set up a clothes closet where you have brand new clothes and things and new shoes, so that That's kids great. might not be able to get those, but yeah. get them. Yeah. Or if they something yeah. happened in school, they could get something new. So I think everyone in the community, if they think about it, you know, there's ways that they can help the teachers in yeah. the school if they have time. And you know, if there's teachers
1: listening, it. there are a lot of authors out there that will be in, in different areas and be happy to come to schools. And I know when I go to schools, I donated books to the library. So I think that when, you know, I think they sh- the principals should allow more teachers coming, I mean, m- I'm sorry, not teachers, authors coming into the schools and talking to the kids. And I think it's not bad if they donate books because how else will they get some of these books into the schools? You know, and I think that sometimes they say no to authors and I think they should give that a second look, you know, of why they do that.
2: Can I ask what lemon drop learning yeah. is? Yeah. I, I, wrote, I wrote what we were just talking about. Is that like yeah. in Philadelphia? Is that in a city
1: or?
3: Oh, no, it's, um, it's, oh. it's, um, my face, it's a Facebook group I started um, oh, okay, for, I... Te- for teachers and children's yeah. authors where the Children's authors and the teachers can connect and hopefully collaborate right. on oh, okay. bringing quality literature to students. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just started it in December and yeah, um, we're trying to run like monthly giveaways so that the teachers can get books and supplies and and, and I'm trying to find people who can come on and speak about uh, different topics. Uh, but right yeah. now it's just the uh, the authors are engaged. It's some, the teachers don't seem to be. Um, as engaged but it's only been a month so we're yeah you sure know, just brand new uh, out the door know, yeah pinterest also is a, a big help
1: with that because pinterest there's a lot of teachers and on there i think and i think that um, maybe they're looking for books or groups or things like that you know it takes time but that's I think, a good way to connect, because I think there are a lot of people, teachers, you know, people and teachers and authors on Pinterest, and if people would get together and think about this like you're starting, I think that's a good thing to work together, because even with the audiobooks, you know, I'm very happy to give audiobooks, I have five children's audiobooks, and I'm very happy if any teacher wants it, I'll be happy to send them a copy and a code and I'll get, they can have it. And I, I'm i one of the people that do, do believe that reading a book and listening to a book can help a child really because there are a lot of children that don't like to read. And audio, I think, works great for them. So I think, you know, Elwin, what you're doing eventually will be much more popular because I think if people are starting to get together, you know, it's not all about just all of us selling books and things. It's also doing something meaningful with what we do. Yes, You know, we're writing children's books for a reason. You know, it's different than writing love stories, and I do both, you know, and writing (laughs) nonfiction or whatever Mm -hmm. else. But kids, it's so important, and it's really enjoyable for them. So that's what I think should be more of. And there are a lot of children's groups that are starting to – really connect, and that's good. You know, and if anybody's listening and they want to come on mm -hmm. the show, please let me know because I, once a month for sure, I'm doing shows. Elwin and I are doing another show in another week, you know, and, I mean, I think there's so many different topics out there. That's why I'm happy to cover a topic if they want to talk about it. I mean, because I think the audience does listen. The mothers, you know, there's mothers, there's fathers, you know, there's aunts, there's uncles, there's grandparents. There's a lot of grandparents raising children now. So I think with with everybody helping each other together, it's not just about the sale of the book. It's about why we actually started this in the first place for kids. Right, and and, and getting a message out. You know, yes, like, positive, um, good message. I'm, yeah, kids right. still, you know what? That never changes. So I, the, the, this is a topic I would like to just bring up. Uh, it has come to my attention many times that when you go into a bookstore, it's always about the new book out. But there are so many authors out there that have written books, five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Those, are, those stories stay the same. Kids, kids' problems, kids' lives, it doesn't change. It's, they're kids. They go through the same things we all did, and there's always new kids coming up. So I think that the librarians out there should pay more attention to some of the old books and don't just say. I've had people say, you know, bookstores say, "Well, it's not on the new new list." So, so what? You know what I mean? They're, everything can't be on the new list. And it's not it's, a little bit of balance, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's so many good messages out there, and l- let me ask you a question. Owen. So, tell people why what you think about the lesson plan, how you think that works with the book. I-, I I think it's a great idea. I didn't I I knew about it before, but you know, when I actually saw it, I thought. And there are so many people that are homeschooling. So, do you want to talk about that for a minute, or two, whatever you you know,
3: well, um, like to say about I- that. I originally started writing lesson plans for my own books um, because when I taught, you know, um, lesson plans, you know, they're they're time-consuming and you want to make sure yeah. you write the best thing and you're always looking for something new. Right. And when I would come across an author's website and I saw that they had free lesson plans to go with their books, they instantly became, like, my favorite author. Oh,
1: that's good. Because I, I really
3: appreciated that they were thinking about me as the teacher. Yeah. The teachers, like, they – um, and one of my favorite authors, Jan Brett, has so many resources. So when I got my books written, I wanted to do the same thing for teachers. Um, I think yeah. it's a great way to get your books into the classroom, and then it, it just makes it easier for the teacher to incorporate lesson plans that are already written into their own lesson plans. You know, um, yeah. you have everything ready for them. You know it's it just makes everything so much easier, and that's that's what I really want to do. I just want to make things easier for teachers because like i said i I know how difficult it is to get the lesson plan done, and then you know there's just more and more responsibilities put on the teachers and um i mean i I read um in psychology today today the other day that there are so many kindergarten teachers quitting across the country because of the stress and, and and because of the children not being able to play. The, um, it's just really, really, it, it's really sad.
1: Well, what type, what type of problems, you want to talk about a little bit about that? What kind of problems are, you know, everybody thinks little kids, little problems, big kids, bigger problems, but so what happens in the classroom for those of well, us I that mean, I, I, are
3: not in classrooms? I, I can't speak for everyone. I can only go by right. my experiences. Um, right. But. Um, I mean, there were a lot of socially, emotionally challenged children put in my classroom, yeah. um, and just in, in in the school in general, there was just so much violence. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. how, many how many kids were in your class? How many kids were in your classrooms? I I had uh, in my school there were thirty yeah. children in each kindergarten class. Wow. Did you um, have any aides at all, or any aides? Yes. Um, we, we we were fortunate enough. Our principal let us have an A for four hours a day. Um in the school I was at before that for just a year, um, I had an eight an hour and a half a day and even then I barely had her for mm-hmm. that much amount of time. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I had I had twenty four kids, but the other teachers, the other kindergarten teachers in the building, some of them had thirty kids and I would hear them talking about like when they said they'd have to write a pink slip for their kid, for the, one of their students. I was horrified. I'm like, How can you write a pink slip for a kindergartner? Well, then yeah. I transferred to the, another school, and writing pink slips was what I had to do to protect right. myself in case anything happened because the the violence yeah. in the classroom oh was God. in my classroom was it was unbelievable. I
1: mean, well, I, so it's, it, I not good news if it's starting out in kindergarten if they don't handle I it know. at that age. Yeah,
3: there's nowhere I mean, to go. The, and and Ugh. and just some of the and I mean, it became like. Um, an infection like you know if the other children in the classroom see that the misbehaving oh, yeah. students are getting away with yeah. things you know it, it yeah. just it spreads so but i mean that amazes 30 me 30 are, when
2: you 30 kindergartners just in terms of safety factors yeah. it's it's oh yeah uh, you know uh, it's yeah, like I, that's right. safety that means, safety in 30 wow. 30 kindergarten i've worked with you know Little ones in kindergartners, and it's like that's way too well. I shouldn't have way too many for safety, fact you yeah. know, just for the physical safety.
1: Yeah, that, well, it, um, a lot, and that's, that's just, just the way just it how, is.
2: I know, but it's funny that yeah, I, I was thinking I of it's like, wow, know. Yeah. yeah. And
3: yeah. you know what else is really sad at my uh, the last school I was at? They closed down the school library, which broke my oh. heart um, okay. because um, there were two charter yep. schools. Mismanaging uh, funds and the oh closed, no. so the, the students had to come to the you know schools that could take them in, and when ours was one of them, they had to close the library and turn it into classrooms. But like uh, I couldn't, and I didn't, I was yeah, like, how can you close school libraries? I know, you know, I so,
1: know. That, that. I that's mean, well, that's like a, if that's not a staple in a school, that's that's we already know what that means that's you so know i you think it's, change, it's
2: changing too a little bit to lay out you know the more i mean i like i'm still the old school i like to hold the book in hand i mean well, you're gonna you laugh at this kids but like i don't it. even but use kids do like you know, i like kids, to hold the kids like that hand. yeah and
1: they can the, the librarians they could get the audio version and let the kids listen i've tried it you know with a child and um I was actually surprised that the child, without even looking at anything other than the the one picture, there were. Since then, I have uh, it's you know you can move the book will, you know have other illustrations. But uh, if they just saw the one picture, they were listening, and I thought the child would be getting bored, and the child was really enjoying it just by listening. So I think that. You know, there are so many things that can be done, and I know there are so many authors out there that will offer their time, offer their services, you know, as far as, like, they'll, get, they'll donate books, they'll donate audio books. So I think that if that message gets out there, that would be really good because I've said this before, you know, there are a lot of schools, they just stop having author days and things like this, and they have, you know, a big truck pull up with books from you know, like Scholastic, which is great. They're not mm-hmm. all Scholastic books. It's but who Scholastic chooses, and then but the kids never get to talk to the author, and kids love it. And as teacher, well, I think, I, I think uh, you know that, right? I mean, Elwin, wouldn't the kids love to see the teacher, the author? Yes, they love that.
3: Yes, but the thing is, um, there's been so many. Uh, cuts to the funding that...
1: Yeah, everything is cut, I know. And so I think as parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, I think people, if eventually everybody gets together to try to make it better for children, I think with all these children's books, I think that one of the things that I hope that people will want to come on the show and talk about different things, because I think that in this world the children's books are getting lost in the shuffle. And that's why, you know, we ha- there's so many newer groups out there, and I've had some very good, you know, the Magic uh, Bean Bookstore. I mean, they're making efforts now. You know, to new people are coming in, and I can even see it in the children's authors on the Facebook pages. There's so many authors. So we all know that not everybody's buying each other's books. So maybe if we figure out it would be better to donate it and get help to the kids, at least the books would be getting out. So, I mean, it isn't always about the money. It's about the reason, like I said before, why we did this. So kids could, and so maybe with some projects that you're doing, Elwin, I think that's a good thing because maybe it will catch on to people to realize that it's more important for the kids to, hear the book see the book rather than all of us just saying okay fine i'll buy your book and they're not going to buy it you know let's do something positive to make sure that kids get all this literature you know that they that they need to grow you really need to grow up that way you you can't not have reading i mean it's so important
2: and and also just the the there's a, the, the other avenue is if you live near, or you can, besides going to school, if if you have the time, you know, they talk about libraries, of course, but, you know, again, every, every city has homeless shelters or you, yeah. know, um, uh, yeah. you know um that that would love to have some books and maybe someone come yeah. in and read you know after they're screened and everything, but you know to come in and read, so there's lots of avenues to get the books. I love to read to little kids, I used to love the children's library because I love making noises, yeah. you know animal noises yeah no
1: I think, we we used I to think have it's so you, know,
2: you know questions yeah. at the end of the books that, one of my books is a lot of questions because coming from a school, and but uh, there's a lot of av- there are avenues, and I'm looking forward to seeing this lemon drop learning. Um, yeah actually I have to look at that later no, well, but
1: and I'm hoping well, teachers will realize that we really mean this. You know, mm-hmm. um I should have you know I went to the the school that I grew up you know where I went to grammar school and I couldn't believe how much it had changed with diversity and how wonderful it was. I I was so excited when I left and um, the library looked exactly the same. And this is not just 5 years. This is a lot of years. But it oh, was wow. so – I felt so happy. The diversity of it, the, the way the teachers were caring, always, I almost thought it was over. You know what I mean? But it was – there are schools out there. And I thought, this is just great. And the library – I mean, even though people are saying libraries, you know, are a thing of the past, that's not true. I think, it should, I think there's always going to be a place for that for kids. And I hope that parents oh, and grandparents, uh, everybody listens to to these type of shows that I'm having to see how many authors really and there's the groups. There's hundreds and hundreds of authors that write good books and have wonderful illustrations. So I think, and Marcia,
2: the flip yeah. the flip side of that too is is for the home front. I think is that if if parents, you know, when parents, grandparents, who's ever living with the child, takes the time again yeah. and I think they did a study recently about you know p- p- sitting down and having a physical book you know with yeah. your child and reading yeah. with them and how important that is and so I hope people take the time um, um, I mean I'm. it's interesting because yesterday I was thinking I was going to be on the well we talked today be on the show but I thought just take the time because I'll be in a supermarket and someone has a little one and they're on the phone and maybe that's the only chance they can get to be on the phone so yeah. I don't want to you know maybe yeah. that's their like time out you know but the other part is like but but pay attention to the kid you know if you see an orange can't you talk about the orange or you know yeah. and and that yeah. sounds very judgmental but every once in a while it you know I'll think oh please take time reading a book with a kid but that's my well, own you know, that's my well, own, and opinion, the other thing so. is
1: you know, which we all know, like our books are all on um, ebooks, okay, and I know people say they don't want their them reading on you know they'd rather have them not on the you know on the iPad or whatever, but the truth of the matter is, so what this is not good this is not a bad thing. they can read the book, they can see the colors, they can see the pictures i mean. I don't. I think if that's if that's not that's not a good enough reason to say oh I really don't think they should be on the iPad. Well, like why they're playing a game? Why can't they read a book? Or you read the book to them, like you're saying, read the book, or get an audio
3: book or something. And there's also uh, people on YouTube who read children's books.
2: Yes, yes, um, yes. Actually, I have one of my books, my Goldie's yeah, Book. Yeah, remember somewhere that? I forgot site. about
1: that, Judy.
3: Yeah, I yes, forgot yes, I
2: about that. I totally forgot that that, that is on yeah. a, you know, where yeah. they actually read the book. And you're right, that's a very, you can go there. I'm I'm sorry that, you know, it's been a while since I forgot that thing about Yeah, I But did that's too. a great yeah. thing for parents, too. Because you get the visual, and yet you're sitting down with your, your yeah. or you're sitting down by yourself, because the person's reading to you too. That's a very good point, yeah. Ellen. I
1: think it's so nice. I mean, it really is. So I think hopefully these things will come back, you know, and where more people will do them, you know. Well,
0: I and mean, I think li- libraries
3: yeah, yeah. do have uh, story time, right? You know, like the, right. like mm-hmm. once a yeah. week, the children's librarians usually have a story yeah. hour, and uh, I've actually gotten lucky enough. For a few libraries in my area, are going to let me go to their library and read
0: book.
3: Oh, I'm going
1: to to go again. Yeah, yeah I, I used to do that, and I'm going to go again. And, and I also think that don't tell people your book is self-published. Just, just you're independently published. They, they don't have to know that. I mean, it's not a necessary thing. And if they if they have a lot of people have an aversion to that, but I think they should look at some of these books. They're beautiful. What's the difference?
3: You well, know, I mean, it, I've, I've also heard like traditionally published authors. You know, some of them have uh, come over to independently publishing their books because you have more um, involvement, control, you have you control a everything. Say in every, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, I found the illustrator for my books. You know, like I, I went out there and found you know who someone I really liked. You know, yeah. I mean? and now we have a relationship. You know, so.
1: Well, right, and, I and think I've a lot had of illustrators think that right, too. Right, yeah. I've had they illustrators on my show start. for that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And you don't have to be good at like I can draw stick figures. You know, it's like wait I can't sing. I can I can draw stick figures, but um, but I found one too, uh, Katie Driver, and another one from my other book, two different ones. But you can find someone if you have the story and you really want to write a book. Yeah, you can find someone who, like you say, is Elwin a, a good match? Like I found someone, and my sister and I found someone who was a good match for our book, and and so you really can find that because I've heard so many people when I do do book talks in life they'll say but I can't illustrate and it's like so what I mean you have to come up with money for an illustrator but you don't it it, it doesn't needn't stop you or if someone's a great illustrator the flip side of that you can come up with someone and collaborate to come up with the the dialogue you know
1: yeah there are a lot of good illustrators out there now and they don't charge as much money as people think so I mean that's why I'm saying if people want to know they can ask me or you know go into these groups you know and, get and their, you have you a know, good book, clip Marcia. Art, clip art.
2: You have a clip good, art. Yeah, you have a good book. One well, your your brownie book, which really relates to children. Thank you. Thank It's yeah. a, it's, yes, it's um self-image. a child that wants to be something that they're not, and, and can I say right. at the end they they yeah. are comfortable with who they are, which I think yeah. is a really important lesson for right. children and adults too. I mean, and adults, but children, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is. You know, I you you can use clip art and then um Mikey Brooks has been on my show and so in I he redid some of my you know, he did my illustrations in several of my books and he's good. So I think you know I
3: also like your
1: snack attack book.
0: Yeah, thank cute. you. It is.
1: <laughs> With the whole, I know. It's, I've it's, heard that kids like, go to bed reading that at night. They love it, you know, and I'm happy about that. You know, and, uh, you know, every now and then I go, oh, I think I'll write another children's book, and then every now and then I don't. You know, and it's like we all make choices, and I think sometimes, you know, some of my choices, and I have been, you know, as the people know, I don't always make the best choices. I change my mind a lot. So I think that, you know, if you're thinking of writing one, just write it. And then you can have help. There is help out there. You know, like Rich Lindville has been on my show. He's got a big group of children's authors, illustrators. Everybody's in there. And, you know, and there's a lot of good authors, illustrators, editors, you know. So I think it's so different now because I think people were afraid of those things, of having to do an illustration, well, I am not. I can't illustrate, and I can't edit. So you get people that are good then, you know, and they do it. And that's why a lot of times people go, oh, they self-published it. It's not like it was 10 years ago. It's a whole right. different market now. You have a lot of good and books little, out there.
0: Sorry. And Elwin, I
2: noticed that, Elwin, that I am also, but for people who don't know, you can um submit your books to see if you can get in a program called Mom's Choice Awards.
3: Oh yeah, um, I, I actually uh, yeah, uh I have you have you entered that?
2: Um yeah, actually my both my Goldie's baby socks and I love you be careful, um they're they're silver mom's choice awards for a number of oh, years now and Yeah. Okay, and thanks. so I saw that today when I was looking up your books t two particularly, you know, about fear and about bullying. And because um, I'd like to get those Those would be good to donate to a school too, library. So, I but have, I've um, never yeah, Mom's Choice Awards has been real nice. Yeah.
1: I haven't entered that, but I do know that sometimes people can't enter it because it, it does cost a lot of money to do that. So I try to tell people things because you know, I mean, it, this is another problem to join contests for people and to have things done. Yeah, it it does it can cost money, you know, and even now with reviews. Uh, years ago, I said to people. You know, you're not supposed to pay for reviews, but now people are paying for reviews. And because you know what, if you review somebody's book, and you're just like me, they could take it off. I, I don't even know why. They're not my friends. I'm not review. I don't review books, and I've done it a couple times, and they took them off. So oh. I'm thinking, why why is that happening now? I've heard it from so many people on my shows over the last ten years of how many reviews are going off. So I think. Are you talking about you know, the Amazon yeah. reviews? Yeah, yeah, they're going off. I've heard that too. Yeah,
3: yeah but like, terrible. Do we still have Goodreads. I mean, I know Amazon owns Goodreads, but I don't think that they. I, I you take know, well, that's another of, I story. That. For me,
1: Goodreads. I, every time I go on there, I go. I have. To, I have to get out of this. I can't. It's so. There's so much going on there, and there's so much happening, and some of the people. That they're, it's really nice that they say they're going to read a book, but they're never going to read it. So you got a whole list of like people are going to read it. But they don't, and you know, Amazon does own that too. Yeah, so I think you know that. that you know, I think that's why you know you have like the draft two digital now is out there and Smashwords, and it is difficult for a children's author. I mean, it really it's very hard. I think it is, you know, for a children's author. But that doesn't mean you should stop writing children's books.
3: No, I mean you know, I, think I think. everyone should follow their passion. One of my favorite yeah. things is when I go into a classroom and after I read, you know, the Creepy Crawly book, I'll take out my dummy book and I'll show it to the kids. Oh, they and love I'll be that! Like, Did yeah. Did you guys know? Did you guys know that you're authors and And they look at me. I'm like, well, let me show you. you know, yeah. I'm like I just took some paper. I stapled it. I took a pencil. I know it's great. And they get, I know. They get so inspired. You know, it's that's that, what I'm saying. Authors play-
1: don't give up on going to schools because kids need us out there i mean they do and and they love it you know
2: they mean, lo- yeah. happy. and actually at home too you can do that with with little ones whoever's yeah you, you, like you say the staple the paper together and come up with books at home if you're yeah. looking for like home fun you know like you say yeah. play if you can come yeah. up with some fun play
1: I, I think there's so many things and so you know uh elwyn is there anything that i missed that you'd like to talk about today or no, I think
3: I think you touched everything, sir. Um, can I have
1: your website? Do you have a website, Ellen? Yeah, she does. Can you talk she about been. websites. Yeah, you want to give your you want to give your website, Elwin?
3: Sure. Um, it's El, it's Elwin Autumn at uh, w Autumn dot com.
1: Okay. Judy.
3: Yeah, and, um, and
2: mine is Judy Snyder. J U D Y Snyder. S N I D E R. Okay. All in word at uh, Judy
1: and okay, oh, you I'm have gonna... another one. You wanted to give your other websites if you want. They're on the page too. I think that I, you know, in, oh, um, uh, of the show page. My, but go ahead.
3: My my blog, um, yeah, is lemondropliterary.blogspot.com. And I do review picture books, but I only review picture books. And um, I post those. And I, uh, I've written education related articles like on bullying and play and. Oh, good. Yeah, and I'd like and to I like <laughs> Yeah,
1: and I think right. And I think that's really good. And you know, and we're going to do another show soon. And I hope my I, I actually hope that my cold will be gone in another week. I canceled last week's show, which is the first ca- show I ever canceled. Um in ten years, you know, but I like everybody else I'm just like everybody else now. See, I never really wanted to be like everybody else, but now I get a cold like everybody else everybody there's a lot of people sick, so you know um I hope everybody gets well out there. We have a lot of you know a lot of different temperatures now, climate change right. we can't bring about we yeah. i can't anything you bring up like this goes into a political talk, which brings me to one thing I do think that um which I wasn't planning on doing, but I will have a political show if people would like to come on and discuss a topic. It doesn't mean I would agree with the topic, but I think it's time that maybe people that are doing podcasts like on Blog Talk, you know, we did it years ago, people did it years ago, that they talked about what they felt like. So uh, I'm open to that now, whereas I really wasn't going to do that, but I think it's time that if people have things to say, women, men, whatever, I'm, I'm here to put them on and, um, they will be able to, you know, have opposing views too. We're not going to just go one way. So, um, I think it might be interesting because it is a big political season. We can't help what's going on, but we can all vote. So I think that's. This is what uh, Michigan Avenue Media is up in the future to do. So uh, if you have any ideas, please feel free. And, um, Judy, I'm sure you'll be on again. And, will you're coming on again. We're doing another show yes. next week. And uh, so I think, you know, all in all, let's take care of our kids. Mm-hmm. So I will it's be a really having important. a show. Yeah, I think it's important. And, you know, I really do, and we did so many years ago, Virginia and I, that I think I'm. that's why I'm bringing this back. So any last words, Ellen?
3: Uh, just thank you so much for having me. And it was, oh, it you're was welcome. I,
1: it. You're, you're welcome, and you'll be on again. It's fun. And Judy, any last no, words? No, just
2: again, I, I always have fun on your show, Marsha. Good. Good. And it was I fun know. meeting <laughs> And Actually, there's, as I said, there's a couple books I want to get. Of yours, L one, and um,
3: oh, well, thank you. Yeah, um, you know,
2: they just uh, the covers, and and I, I really also it looks like it, it, there's some. I like the fact that you're looking at multicultural too. Yeah. In, in terms, in terms yeah. of some of the covers, and I, I, I really like that. But, but which they, is are really, really topics? I mean,
1: right? Yeah.
2: You know, really topics that that I, just like Marcia, your book, really topics yeah, that you. um I want to read about. So I'll have to go to Amazon. Thank right? Are you are you all in Amazon? <laughs> I know, Marsh. I got yours on Amazon.
1: Yeah, Elwin.
3: Yeah, hers are there. Yeah. Okay, Elwin, well, I'm yeah, talking I'm, for you, I'm, but yes, yeah. right, right now I can see Goldie's baby socks. There looks really yeah. cute. I yeah. love the ponytails on the little girl and yeah yeah so he, he Thomas, Thomas
2: Mcre in Philadelphia did that you know one. and that be that's careful, the one that's I loveish too it,
1: that's coming up for mother's Day soon I mean it's idiot it's, yeah, it's, it's going be one February for my you know Day. and it goes fast. I
2: know I can't believe it, it. It's you know and where I'm living it's, yeah, yeah and
1: that's a that book is for that's really like a nice gift book, and also people don't know mm-hmm. so i mean i people have might tried this. Uh, I used to do it more. You know, when people have babies, I always give them a copy of, a, oh, yes. of one of my children's books because, actually, it's a good thing. The young parents now—they're starting right away to read to the children. That—that has—that's a good positive thing. Yes, they actually read to them. Yes,
3: a, Even at a
1: week mm-hmm. old. So I think that's good. You know, so I mean, there is—you know what, my.
2: It, or it, or when they're in the belly. <laughs> I know some Yeah, reads, well I was going to say read that it in the belly. The, that is you
1: know. true. They do. They do. <laughs> they do. Okay. All right, thank <laughs> well, you all. It's nice talking with you both. Thanks for having yes, me on. Yes, Thank Martha. you. Bye, bye, have L1. a great have a great night. Thank you. Okay, bye. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. 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 Bye ladies.